Thanks for downloading this podcast from RNIB Connect Radio. Listening to The Morning Mix with me, Jill Barkley. If you've just joined us, a very, very good morning to you and welcome to the show. Now, it's that time of week again. It's time to get Sophie with David Jorgensen from Inside Soap magazine. Hello, David. Good morning. I'm on the phone today. I know, I know. Do you know, we're having a wee problem with our internet connection, so I'm terribly sorry that uh, we couldn't Skype you today. Uh, But still lovely to hear your dulcet tones over the phone. Is that? Yeah, (laughs) always is. Of course it is. You make my week, David. Oh, I've, I've seen your week. You've had quite a good week this week, haven't you? I have had a good week, actually. It's been very busy. Um, very busy. Oh, I'm always busy, but I'm enjoying uh, I'm enjoying the new show, and I'm enjoying my week, and I'm enjoying my work. And, yeah, yeah, I'm kind of sickeningly happy at the moment, which uh, I'm in between traumas, David. That's, that's what it is. I think your dog a bit sick as well. My dog was a little bit sick, actually, yes. Uh, and, you know, he's very, very considerate. You know, he, he doesn't like to puke all over my lovely wooden floors. He likes to make sure he does it on the rug, which requires a lot of scrubbing. And, uh, yeah, it was it was nice and luminous this time around. So um, he wasn't a very happy bunny on Sunday. We had to take him to the doggy hospital. Poor dog. I know, I know. But he's a happy bunny now. He is. He's great. So uh, fully recovered. How are you doing? Because you had a bit of a cough last week. Absolutely fine this week. Uh, not doing too bad at all. Apparently, no, last night, if you watched EastEnders last night, you will know that uh, we, I'm getting a bit ahead of myself here, but it's related to real life, so bear with me. Last night, um, uh, Whitney was preparing for a wedding, and norovirus <laughs> appears to have hit Walford, and, and various people were sick with norovirus, including uh, Lauren and Bianca. And the same thing has happened here. Now, I'm, well, I'm in central London, and East Dennis is obviously based in East London. Uh, but, yeah, our IT department here in the office um, got struck by norovirus last week. And one of them was doing my computer. Was, I was talking to the boss of the IT department was at my computer doing something in the office. They said, oh, yeah, 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 I was off a couple of days ago. I had norovirus, and I freaked out. I didn't freak out like like soap freaking out, but I freaked out very silently because I really – I'm one of these people I can't touch – surfaces in public. I'm going to sound like a crazy now, but um, I, I, I think people are really awful sometimes. They don't wash their hands and I can't bear having like germs on my hands. Uh, Do you know something? I am one of these people that when you go into a public loo, I yeah. touch everything with paper towels. I, I, you know what? I'm like a contortionist trying to get out expert. of a loo. I'm an expert <laughs> navigating through the world with my elbows. Seriously, I touch everything with my elbows. Anyway, he said, oh, yeah, we had norovirus. Oh, seriously. My colleague, Rachel, who I work with, I, I, may, I basically took her an anti-back gel and I slobbered about half of it on my hands. And I felt really bad for doing that, but I don't have norovirus yet, thank God. So, well, uh, yeah. long may it continue. Rest- but there's a chain of restaurants down here that was closed temporarily because of norovirus as well. So you really cannot accuse EastEnders of not being up to the minute with it topical plot lines so there you go absolutely absolutely well, we will talk EastEnders because there's loads happening in EastEnders but we'll uh, start off with Emmerdale as we always do and uh, gosh what a couple of weeks it's been I mean we say I've said that for the last two weeks but it has been brilliant it really has and uh, it's looking now that Ashley is remembering that it was Emma on the bridge now Emma goes round with an apple pie last night uh oh we all know what Emma gets up to when uh, she bakes for people 
Yes, this is the thing. This is, this is what I said at the time of the crash, and, and it is really exciting, of course, but Ashley was the only person, we think, that is able to place Emma at the scene of that crash on that bridge in that wedding dress covered with the chicken blood after uh, she shoved James off the side. Now, I don't think... Um, the, the problem is, is that even if Ashley did not have vascular dementia, I don't know if he would be able to put all the pieces together straight away because... From his point of view, what happened was he was driving along the road. We're not quite sure if he actually realised he was driving along that road or he knew where he was going or he knew that he had to be at a christening and he was a bit confused. And then, obviously, James landed on top of him as he was driving along, and that's what kicked off the crash. And uh, from our perspective, we saw everything, but Ashley only saw a bit. And as he got out of the car, he was dazed. He got hit twice, of course, in the car, and then he would have seen this figure on the bridge and might or might not have recognised it as Emma. Emma, of course, is desperately has to try and cover her tracks there. And she's a nurse, and she knows quite a few tricks of the trade and how to deal with the dementia patients and, uh, and how to... And it's a very horrible way to put it, but this is the way she's working. And, and then, yeah, it looks like she's going to go out of her way to try and make sure that he can't remember what he saw. If he does, he, he, he puts it down to the dementia rather than real life. It's incredible, actually, because you could see her last night deliberately trying to kind of scramble his brain um, to confuse him. And, uh, you know, quite sick, actually, when you think about it. You know, if that was happening in real life, you just, oh, you, you know, you'd be absolutely appalled. I mean, it was appalling enough to watch something happening when it's not real life. But it, it was horrible what she was doing. But I don't think she realises that the video camera was still recording because he's trying to make little kind of videos for his daughter, Dottie, to remember him by when... And he's gone, isn't he? Well, this is great, isn't it? Yeah, it looks like, unbeknownst to himself, Ashley might have outwitted Emma completely. This is, this is a great news, yeah. So hopefully the footage will be seen at some point because she really was trying to run rings around him and it looks like he may have actually double-crossed her, which is fantastic. Absolutely. The sausage will be seen. I beg your pardon. <laughs> what? I don't, I, I, I don't know. Sorry. I, I don't know what you've just said there, but um, yes. Anyway, listen. The footage of the, of the video footage. This is what they, they call the video footage. The sausage? The footage. Oh, the footage. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you said the sausage. I'm it's sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, I am very, very strange. Anyway. <laughs> Okay, uh, let's move on to something else that's happening in Emmerdale at the moment. And, uh, well, there's lots going on. It looks like, um, you know, Moira has uh, been busted for uh, sleeping with James. Yeah, this is another part of this storyline, isn't it, as well? Yeah, Moira and James and this whole situation that it kind of led to this crash and all these things that are coming off this crash and everything that led up to it. And, yeah, I do feel very sorry for Moira, actually. Um, I don't blame her for sleeping with James. You know, they've got history and a child together, of course. And, uh, and yeah, it, it's a really sad situation for all. And I hope Moira can get over the really, really terrible year that she's had and, uh, and maybe have a nice Christmas, but not if Emma's got anything to do with it. It all comes back to Emma, doesn't it? Oh, it really, really does. Listen, just finally with Emmerdale, um, what is happening with Zach and Lisa? Now, there was a kiss. Did she lunge at him or did he sort of, you know, reciprocate? What what happened there? We're not quite sure, are we? This is the thing. They've got, they're have got they very complicated, these two, because obviously Zach is now with Joni and they got married and, 
and and they got and secondly they got divorced and obviously there's still feelings there. They've been together for many years, so it's obviously some residual feeling there, of course, and everything that they've been through with Belle and with schizophrenia has really put them under pressure and and yeah, it's going to be very interesting to see what comes up now. Obviously, what you've got to start thinking about now is we've just entered November, and uh, and, and you've got to start kind of if you watch very closely all these stuff, they'll start bringing all their Christmas hints into play around about now, and uh, and as you get through the rest of this month, you'll start to see everything kind of the first signs of everything starting to fall into place for their big Christmas episodes, and and yeah, I, I've got a feeling that uh, uh, Emmerdale is going to. The, oh God, this is very cliche to say this, pulling a cracker, <laughs> because they've had a really good year, they've had a really successful year, the crash has been really big, so I suspect they're going to have a quite a big Christmas for us as well. Fantastic, and uh, who knows, maybe even some sausages. Um, let's move on to Coronation Street, and uh, lots happening there as well. Uh, it's calmed down a bit now since the crash uh, with David. We haven't seen much of him on screen, but um, poor Anna, she's still in hospital and she's uh, about to get her skin graft. Well, this is the thing, yeah. We might not have seen much of David, but his, uh, his, the effects of everything that he was planning a couple of weeks ago are really going to live with a few people for quite a while. Anna, obviously, is one of them. Robert is another one, of course, and uh, the rest of uh, David's family. But, yeah, poor Anna, um, those burns to her leg, and uh, you do feel very, very sorry for her indeed. She's got quite a bit coming up now in the in the next few weeks. I can't really say too much now, but let's just say the past is going to come back to haunt Anna. And it's the last thing she needs, of course, trying to recover from these horrific injuries as well. So, yes, we all feel very, very sorry for Anna right now and hope she gets better soon. But I don't think that is going to be the case. No, well, we will need to wait and see what happens there. But I tell you, one story that is really catching everybody's attention at the moment is uh, Kaz and just how twisted she's being towards Maria. Kill it, Maria. Who would have thought it, eh? Unbelievable. I mean, what what is happening here? Where is Kaz? This is the thing. Maria suspected of killing Kaz. Is Kaz alive? Is she dead? What on earth is going on? We're going to need some answers very soon, aren't we? I don't think Maria is a killer in the slightest, unless this is one of the greatest soap personality changes we've ever, ever seen. And I, I don't think Corey is, is, is likely to inflict that on us anytime soon. So, yeah, poor Maria. She's in her right middle right now. Absolutely. But uh, Steve's pretty happy and so's uh, Michelle because he's been cleared of uh, this this disease that his dad has. Hello? Mr. Georgensen? Oh no, we've lost David. We've lost David. Listen, we shall... Hello? Are you Hello? There? Yes, yes, yes. I'm back. Oh my goodness, what happened? I don't know what happened there. Sorry. The line just went completely dead. Well, I, you know, I was worried that maybe I just, you know, knocked you out with some fantastic soap information there or something like that. No, 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 no absolutely not. OK, well, let's uh, talk about uh, what I was talking about there. And it Steve. was Steve. Yes, he's very happy that he does not carry the gene that his father could have passed on to him. Well, you know what? Moment, momentary uh, celebrations for Steve. Yeah, because he's still in the right mess, isn't he? He's, Leanne pregnant, Michelle pregnant. What else could possibly happen to Steve for the rest of this year? It's, it, there's, a, there's a lot going on with, with Steve right now, and I don't think he's got any time to relax about the situation at all. I think Leanne, obviously, she made the right decision for her in keeping the baby because she'd never thought she'd be able to have children. So 
stop blaming the slightest for doing what she's doing and she's trying to make a go of things with Nick. But at the same time, this is a massive secret, of course, and it's bound to come out sooner rather than later. I'm wondering, I am keep saying the C word now, I'm wondering if it's going to come out around Christmas time, but I have no idea. They haven't told us yet, but it wouldn't surprise me now if everything exploded around then. Uh, that would be great, wouldn't it, around the turkey with uh, uh, Steve's pregnancy craziness going on. <laughs> having, having said that, of course... Um, I, I've seen some uh, sneak peek pictures. Uh, I don't think I'm meant to have seen them because they came from a pap photographer, a paparazzi photographer, who was shooting some Coronation Street. Um, they were on location recently, and the pictures feature Michelle, but Steve is nowhere to be seen, but Robert is, and they look very close. So I don't know if that is something that they're going to be pursuing further down the line. Ah, do you know, it's funny you say that because I actually said to my husband the other day, this is weird. What is the big thing with Michelle and Robert? Like, why would Robert ask Michelle in for a coffee all of a sudden? And, and you know, why are they showing kind of shots of them together? It just seemed a bit kind of odd, out of nowhere. So, yeah, twist, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Okay. And obviously, and obviously on the sidelines of that, of course, is Tracy. Tracy obviously has history with as a child with Steve, hates Michelle, doesn't really get on with Leanne either, and uh, and she's on the sidelines of all this. How much meddling can Tracy do in the middle of all this? Oh my goodness, super exciting things to come in Coronation Street. Okay, last but not least, we've already spoken a little bit about it, and EastEnders, and of course the big storyline there at the moment. Whitney is supposed to be getting married tonight to Lee. Oh my goodness, I really hope this doesn't go through. He is such a wet pants. I have to say I was more excited about the fact that Tiffany Morgan suddenly came back last night for a shock appearance. We weren't expecting that at all. Paul Bianca's got norovirus. She can't come to the wedding, it looks like. Patsy Palmer, as far as I know, is still living it up in L.A. So, yeah, it'd be a long way for her to come. But, yeah, it was lovely to see Tiffany and Morgan back, actually. I'd quite like to see them a bit more in it, into it as well. Tiffany, completely a young little madam now. Absolutely brilliant, though. Really, really likeable. And, and um, I think she's still, what, 14 or 15? now she looks 10 years older than that ridiculous but yeah really love to see her back and morgan's turned into a right cheeky little one as well so yeah I, i'm more I'm, I'm more excited about that than anything else but yeah uh, lee clearly in no frame of mind to be getting married tonight at all everything that's going on he's got a, a payday loan for two grand that johnny's found out about on his phone whitney has no idea about this of course I am also questioning what on earth is going on with this job because Lee seems to come and go from the Vic in his suit and that ridiculous Mac that he's wearing at the moment. And, and, and he seems to be absolutely, completely downtrodden with this job, whatever this job is. I'm questioning if it is a job at all or if he's pretending he's got this job. I don't know. But he clearly needs the cash and it's all a bit of a mess. Yeah, and we saw Whitney give her wedding present a little early last night to Lee, uh, a briefcase. It was, a really brief... horrible, it, it was a really horrible briefcase, I have to say. It was, I heard it that, was, actually. Yeah, <laughs> it, was, it was like shiny, fake snake skin. It was really disgusting. Yeah. Does anybody actually use a briefcase nowadays? Is that not a bit of an 80s yuppies, yuppie thing? It, it, isn't it just? Yeah, but uh, Lee seems to be dressed like an 80s yuppie as well. He's, we he's, wearing this, he's wearing this beige Mac, this raincoat, 
And to be honest with you, he looks more like Del Boy Trotter from when we saw on horses <laughs> and anything else. And as he's walking, actually, no, it's not Del Boy. So it's Rodney. It's do you know what I mean? Rodney when he got when he started working in computers in the eighties, and and he walks around in that Mac. That's who he looks like. Yeah. Yeah, I'm kind of getting pictures of Columbo as well, kind of a dishevelled Mac. No, 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 no not Columbo. No, because Columbo can pull it off quite easily, and I don't think Lee Carter can. Oh, brilliant. Okay, uh, what else is happening? Uh, now, Dot Cotton, uh, she is struggling with her eyesight at the moment. Um, now, is June Brown having eye problems in real life? Did I hear that somewhere? Right. So, yes, this week we found out Patrick finally worked out why Dot has been so evasive recently and hiding away from the world. And, and she was trying to read him a passage from the Bible and she couldn't read it at all. And I, for one minute, thought she was having a stroke or something. I was really quite worried. But no, it wasn't that at all. Uh, he quickly realized that she is having problems with her eyesight. Now, we got to see a very split-second perspective of what Dot is actually seeing. And she had circles in, in the center. She had the dark circles in the center of her vision. So I suspect, I'm not, I mean, obviously, I'm no expert on this at all, but I think it's cataract. But I'm not 100% sure. They haven't actually come out and said that that's what it is. Now, Dot obviously is very, very scared about this, as of course you would be. And and in his, in his, I think Patrick now is desperately trying to get her to make an appointment with a doctor and to get this checked out sooner rather than later before it gets any worse, of course. So Dot really, really struggling with this. It, it's, uh, it's a very serious issue, and I think they've tackled it really, really well. They haven't just kind of gone headfirst into this and just said, oh, this is what Dot's experiencing. It's They've really tried to play up the fact that Dot is really scared about this first before we find out what was going on with her. So hopefully she can get it sorted out. Um, but yes, Jean Brown, uh, who plays Dot, is 86 now, I think, maybe 87, 86 at least. And um, she said recently that her eyesight wasn't as good as it used to be. And obviously, because, you know, she's 86. Um, but, uh, yeah, she said she was finding it a bit more of, of a challenge to, to read the scripts and do everything else. So I'm not sure that June is actually having similar problems to Dot in that respect. But I do wonder if, you know, if, if she is kind of finding it quite difficult to... You know, she's having the normal problems associated with sight loss when you do get older. And uh, um, she, she she hasn't really come out and said if she does have anything. So I'm not sure that she does. I'm not sure that she's having the problems, as I said, that Dot is having. But it would be... Uh, I, I would, I'd love to hear from June, actually, just talk about this, because it would be very interesting to see. Because Dot is one of these people who kind of goes around and uh, a few weeks ago she was doing salsa classes and everything else so she's really active and and you know she's making the most out of uh living where she does and and it's it looks like at least one part of her age just caught up with her and it's, it's quite sad to see but hopefully as we all know she can get treatment for this so hopefully she will do that and not try and hide away from it well, hopefully. I mean, with her age and everything and the, the central vision loss, I kind of wondered, are they trying to bring up a kind of age-related macular degeneration kind of story? Because be obviously well, yeah. it's, it's yeah. something that, the you know, we talk about a lot here in the radio station with, with elderly people and uh, it's something that can happen. So I'm wondering if they're they're maybe trying to highlight that in older people. And well, obviously... that's another thing as well. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm no expert, as I said, so I'm not sure. It's just, this is what it looked like to me. But at the same time, yes, it could be some 
things about macular degeneration as well. And it's a, it's a real issue for people, isn't it? Very, very much so. Well, it's very interesting uh, to see where this storyline goes as well. And it's very, very interesting talking to you, as it always is, David. Honestly, it's been such a pleasure. Um, I hope you have a great, great weekend. And uh, obviously, if anybody wants to get uh, a copy of the current issue of Inside Soap magazine, it's out. It's brilliant. And uh, so please do go out and get it if you can. But uh, if you want to take a look at the fully accessible website, it is also brilliant, always being updated. And there's a Facebook page as well. Uh, how can people uh, get in touch with you through your Facebook page or take a look at the website, David? Well, just a quick advert as well. On Tuesday, the 8th of November, which is this coming Tuesday, there are going to be two editions of Inside Soap Out. It's going to be the regular issue for next week and also the Inside Soap Yearbook is out as well. So that's the annual covering all of what has happened this year in 2016 and what's going to be coming up in the first few months of 2017. So look out for that in the shops and I think it might be online as well. And you can also go onto our Facebook page. If you go onto Facebook and search for Inside Soap, you should be able to find us very quickly. We're on Twitter as well. And the website is insidesoap.co.uk. And it is, of course, fully accessible. You have a great week, David. We'll speak to you again next Friday here on The Morning Mix. Thanks for joining us. Take care, Joe. Bye-bye. For more downloads like these, visit rnibconnectradio.org.uk slash podcasts.